until 3. This is Sunday Afternoon with Carlo Callahan. Yes, and our number is 92211882. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, remember that we have a Facebook poll going at the moment. Do you think we should provide uh, fridges in schools for kids' lunchboxes? So far, 64% that have called in have said yes. Maybe we'll have to talk to the education department online before we finish this afternoon, see if we can get some funding happening there for poor little darlings having hot lunches to eat and uh, soggy sandwiches. We'll have to do something about that. Well, and that's a joke, but talking about jokes, <laughs> I want to talk about a bookish comedy show, which is part of the uh, Perth Fringe World events. And uh, in, the, in the studio, I've got with me George Dimarellis, who is, uh, he tells me he's a Greek uh, from, <laughs> from <laughs> Melbourne, but he's a Greek comedian. Good afternoon, George. Afternoon. It's good to be here. Uh, uh, it's nice to see you over here. Um, for Fringe World, tell me about this um, this this particular a bookish comedy show uh, is running at the Universal Bar in Northbridge from the fifth to the sixteenth of February. So it's already started, mm-hmm. obviously. So just tell us a little bit about it. Okay, sure. Um, also, I should say Greek Australian, just in case anyone's confused. Why well, this Greeks sound so Australian? And I, but, did, I did say that Greeks come from two places: Melbourne or Greece. Yeah, <laughs> that basically sums it up. Um, yeah, we've got good Slovakis in Melbourne. Got to be honest, it's delicious. But, um, <laughs> This show's about the bookish side of things. Yeah, so the show is basically a compilation show I host, so I get different acts on. Yeah. And uh, it's basically bookish material. So anything that's at all like in the literary world or language-based sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I started like a year ago, and I'm a huge book nerd myself. Right. And uh, when I first started, I was like, is anyone even going to like this at all? Like, is, there, is this going to be just an empty room? But I started in Edinburgh because I tour around yeah, uh, yeah. the world. Yeah, And uh, yeah, it was it – was, it, smashed it sold out the whole run i was very surprised and uh it was an interesting thing because like the idea was it's meant to be just anything that's at all bookish themed so it's not meant to be you have to have read war and peace to enjoy the show yeah it's more like uh a lot of comedians are actual like they do read books yeah <laughs> which probably you're thinking yeah, of yeah, some yeah, shows yeah, and you're thinking yeah. they definitely don't read books there but um <laughs> so, some do and uh those ones a lot of them have material that they would like to do in clubs and all that but they don't get the chance to because a lot of the time maybe mm. the audience just isn't up for it so yeah. it, the idea is that it is material they would do in other places but uh maybe they just don't feel like the audience would be up for it so it's a space right. where they know the audience is coming along who maybe appreciate language appreciate like uh, a bit more allusions to like literary things or whatever yeah and they like can lean into that a bit more so I do always like to say that whenever I explain it to anyone, because as soon as you hear a bookish comedy show, you're like, that sounds like some nerdy, boring stuff. But it's it's not as dry as it sounds. It's actually very it's very fun. So so is is the comedy act built up around a you know each act becomes in built up around a particular book, a particular novel, or piece of literature? Um, no, like like I said, I, one of the things I've done, especially now because I've done it for a year, yeah. it's my second time even coming to Perth. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've slowly made it so I try to make every show have a, a lot of variation between who's on, and then I'm in between doing games and silly little things like mm. that. Mm. Um, so like I one like I'll give you some examples. Let's say what it, what. Okay, well, I've had people on before. This this one gentleman from Liverpool who talks about how he hates books. <laughs> right. Okay. Like that's one act to show you how yeah. wide it's been. I'll let another person talk about the Bible and how no one's ever actually done a deep dive into the Bible and like the weird things that are in there. I could have someone. Uh, I had a character person on talking about uh, who puts on the character of an erotic fiction writer. Right. And she does a whole thing with that, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, or, or or another female comic. She talked about uh, her dad trying to relate to her, so she bought her he bought her a kids book um, about like how to explain growing up as a woman and like going through the cycles that you go through and it scarred her for life because he was using like <laughs> weird animals to like describe oh, it and no. stuff. So 
Uh, yeah, it's just it's a huge variation in what's on every show. Um, yeah, just I try to get access to international touring and award winners and all that sort of thing. And yeah, they do their material like that. Yeah, yeah, and they they do it on their own. So they're like stand up uh, comedians or their skits or something like that. Yeah, generally it's a stand up. Like yeah. I said, sometimes we can do some character things like that. But uh, yeah, generally stand up comedy is the idea. All right, it. and um, so how long does it go for? You know, how many acts do you get in in the time that you've got? So generally, I get uh, three acts on. Mm. Um, I'm I'm the compare, the host of it all. Uh, I have a lot of dumb little games in between because. Get these bookish crowds around, uh, some silly little things just to kind of get the audience in the mood and stuff. Um, And then kind of go from there because the funny thing about books is, and what I've realized as well doing this show is it sounds like a very specific topic, but like actually it's just... In, so wide ranging because like yeah, ev- yeah, everyone's yeah. everyone who reads books no one reads the same books like no, no, no. it's very rare you find that's why like it, it you have to as an act um be able to like bridge that gap where people don't have to have read the thing to yeah. still be able to appreciate and enjoy what you're going to say about it which is standard just like telling a story about anything but people don't have to have experienced a story to be able to laugh and joke along no, with it of course not um so yeah so the, 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 that's one thing i kind of do at the start every show is try to get the audience to like get united even though we all read different things and get yep. everyone on board with the same sort of stuff and just yeah. go from there. It has some great reviews. Look, a couple of people have said, one said, go along and see something a little bit more highbrow and different than your average fringe funniness <laughs> or funnies, then go home and read a good book or a must-see this fringe season for any bookworm. And uh, for those who want to embrace their inner introvert, a book lover's comedy show is a must-see. How did, mm. how did you get into comedy? What, what, what attracted you to being involved in that sort of world? Um, I was uh, working for a few years and I just kind of felt I, I, I just like performing stuff when I was younger and then I uh, started working getting a full-time job and doing all the usual stuff after uni and uh, I started getting this itch to kind of get out there and stand on stage and do stuff and I uh, fell into comedy I just like I had a friend who was doing it so I just kind of started doing it as well yeah um, now and then and yeah I just loved it loved the whole like creative process of it the fact that you get to write your own stuff and then you stand up there and it's just you and the audience staring yeah. at you yeah, which yeah. could terrify some people but i uh they yeah, very much enjoyed it because that's a part that like made it exciting for me oh well not, not only is it terrifying i mean I, the, the idea of getting up writing your material and getting up and hoping that people laugh at it and you know, they think it's funny i suppose it's a learning experience <laughs> but i think that in itself is particularly you know if you're a stand-up comedian there's nowhere to go you you, you are the, the person you're the center point yeah, and I've had many times where I'm sitting and I'm like, I wish there was something I could hide behind right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you, if you get up on stage and you're doing an act and you're finding that people are not laughing or they're mm. not responding, so you've had that experience. Oh yeah, no, everyone, everyone's had that experience at some point, especially like if you're trying out new stuff. Uh, it can be like that, but also, uh, look, to be honest, is what, one thing I've learned doing this is, which I probably didn't appreciate as much before, is just how different different audiences can be yeah yeah so like just literally like that's a skill you just have to build over time of like learning how to tell that this audience is going to like this and this audience is like going like that because i've seen just i've seen with my own eyes where people who are just absolutely amazing doing the exact same stuff they were doing one place and it just get roars of laughter and you go somewhere else and the whole audience just sitting there being like what are you what are you talking about right now i don't understand yeah so i mean and i guess how do you how do you maintain you don't get discouraged in situations like that you come off you had a bad night people are not laughing and you, what do you say to yourself in those situations? Oh, look, you just take about six months off, really just uh, yeah. beat yourself up. <laughs> um, no, you, you, I think one of the secrets that I learned when I was doing this is probably 
a bit deep dive sort of comedy stuff, but like uh, like most things probably, uh, you try to get back on it straight away. So like, as in especially that's why festivals are good because there's so many shows going on. Yeah. So especially when you first start out, because now you learn to take it a bit better. But when mm. you first start out, it's like you get off stage and you've done not done well. You're like, I've got to get back on. Yeah. Immediately, I got to get on somewhere and just get, wash this taste out. Like as in straight away. So you just try to get on somewhere else. Yeah. Because you'll find. Even if you do three, it's funny that even if you bomb again somewhere else, like is it, it, it halves the pain or like, well, yeah. actually not really. It hurts a lot, <laughs> it's, it's, but uh, it does help. You just keep getting up because like, yeah, sometimes I've had it before where on in one night you go there, you bomb and you go somewhere else and you just do, you crush and then you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I don't feel as bad now emotionally. Yeah. Sounds stressful to me. Well, it is a bookish comedy show. <laughs> you can you can see George at the Universal Bar in Northbridge. Uh, it's running between the fifth and the sixteenth of February. What time is the show on? Uh, Six p.m. every night. So it's got Monday, Tuesday. It's off. So I've got on today. If anyone wants to come along tonight, that'd be great. Um, otherwise, uh, it starts back on Wednesday until the end of the, the end of the fringe. It has great reviews. Thanks for coming in, George. No worries. Thank you very much for having me.